early afternoon over on the east coast. Here's the AM Buzz. I'm Brandon, and uh, we are here, and we are here to shake up hip hop history. I mean, not only do we have a nice show built for knowledge, education, music, um, social awareness, the whole thing. I just, I just want to appreciate all the love from the people overseas, and of course, in the states where we at. That, that got a lot of love for uh, hip-hop culture and uh, where it's at. So um, not only are we here, we're here to make a difference, and we're here to make sure that we charge this uh, this game up heavy with knowledge, like real facts about a lot of different things. And why not start with a group that's done it for a while? When I say a while, I'm talking about they're getting ready to celebrate their illustrious 35th year in this business um, with so many different things on the horizon as far as uh, shows and uh, different events and, you know, being inductees of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame and winning Grammys and having powerful songs and stuff like that that still resonate to this day, um, it's only fair that I introduce Furious Five members, Melly Mel, Scorpio, right. Kid Creole, right. Raheem, I mean, yes, sir. Why, how, how come we can't get authentic live on the air like this? What up, fellas? What's man, good? <laughs> All right. You know, What's my, good? Man, my man, <laughs> my man, uh, my man, Chris Martin Play of Kid and Play will be in shortly because he is a major, major fan of you guys. And, um, you know, it would be an honor to be able to have you guys, you know, collaborate, talk, do what you do. But, I mean, 35 years, fellas. I mean, how y'all feel? I'll start off with Mel and go down the list. Uh, you know, I feel, uh, you know, still feel good. I still enjoy what I do. So, you know, uh, had a, had a good career. We still got a little bit ways to go. So, you know, I, I feel like I'm blessed and, you know, just, uh, like I said, I'm happy that I'm, I'm still doing, being able to do what I do. So, yeah, it's all good. Scorp, it's been a minute, yeah, man. man. Scorpio, yeah. how you feeling, bro? Yeah, you good? Man. Oh, yeah, yeah, no doubt. One love, man. You know, it's, it's still great, you know what I mean? We're still having fun doing what we do. You know what I mean? We still love a lot of parts of hip-hop, you know what I mean? So, you know, we're just waiting for that next episode, you know? That's right. Kid Creole, man, how, how you living? How you living? It's all good, big dog. You know, living good, you know what I'm saying? Good to be here, you know, this afternoon on the AM Buzz, you know what I'm saying? Hanging out with you brothers what it is. Raheem, you good? Yes, sir. Just just like a like a pimple on a supermodel's face. Just very happy to be here, my brother. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. Not only do I love that, man, I love I love the fact that y'all here, y'all ready to give us some game and I also want to add to the queue, you know what I'm saying? One of one one of a one of the good guys of this industry that, you know, helped mold and shape hip hop just like you have and I wanna welcome my man Christopher Play Martin in in and on deck on the AM Buzz. Play. What what's up? good Charles? What's good fellas? What's happening? Yo, hey, man. Right. Play, right. play. play a player. <laughs> man, y'all there's no words to express how I'm feeling right now. I had to say a little prayer and Lord, please, please hook a brother up. Man, <laughs> we all said a little something to the Lord this morning when we got up, big dogs. <laughs> yeah, man, yeah. Uh, this is an honor, man. This is an honor. Real talk, you know. Thank you, Brad. I mean, not only is it an honor to have you five here, I mean, it's, it's 
I mean, we're we're looking at a lot of history this morning, this afternoon, and it's it's more than official. And and it's just like I said to kick off the show. I mean, celebrate 35 years that you guys have had um, in this business, and you guys will be performing at the BB King's Club in July, um, the the DC's uh, Howard Theater in July as well. And as much love as you guys have gotten um, throughout the uh, international, like Japan, Australia, so much different love. So. You know, Raheem, how you feel about the international love that you guys still continue to get after all this time as well? Well, the level of appreciation um, for the fans, you know, that the fans have uh, abroad is uh, is much more prevalent and, and obvious, you know. They, um, they come out in all ages, you know, all ethnicity, all ethnic groups, um, you know, and it's like, they, their their appreciation is just very high, and and you know every time we go over there, uh, they always come out. That's what it is, Mel. With with, with all this extra, uh, you know, international attention, I know uh, you know you guys got some sets out there. Germany loves you guys as well. You know what I'm saying? So I know that feeling has got to be good too, right? Yeah, I mean, but you know what it is? We got we got a lot of love here because I'll be out on the street. You know, I still stay up in the Bronx and in New York. You know, and I'll be out and about, and, and people, you know, they 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 give us a lot of love here. But it's just the way the media projects it is like right. you know they project it like it's something that's a foregone conclusion or something that we did. You know. And people forgot about, but people want to forget about the Spirit Five or anything that happened back in the day. They still love it. It's just not projected as the end thing. You know what I mean? It's like, you know, it's like it, it seems like uh, you know, guys like Little Wayne and a lot of these young cats define what's really going on, but that's not what's really going on. That's just you know a projection. That's like it's more or less like an illusion. But you know. Because I mean, when you when you got guys that did, you know, at the first 15 years of hip hop, when you got guys that that did all those classic songs for the world, that's something that's never going to be forgotten, no matter what the mainstream media, you know, would would uh, would care to project, or or you know what the radio stations would play, because it's bigger than that. It's like all those snapshots in time and all those memories in people's lives. You know what I mean? That that never right. goes nowhere. It's just that, like, like I said, the media just don't. Just don't uh, uh, project it the way the way it's supposed to be, you know. Right now. That's right. That's right. Yeah. I agree, Scorpio. You want to add on to anything with that? No, nah, I mean, yeah, I mean, you know, just you know, even like for the for the international market, you know what I mean? You know, just for that, they they show everybody in the right light, and you know, what I mean, just to, you know, add on what Mel was saying. So I guess that's why it always seemed like you know we never went out of style, you know, abroad. You know what I mean? You know, at one point, I even lived abroad. You know, I lived a couple of years in Germany and, and Stockholm, Sweden. You know what I mean? So I, I know, like, they've always put, you know, classic groups, whether it's us or the kitten plays, in, in those, you know, proper lights. That's why when you hear a lot of groups, you know what I mean, you might not hear a lot of groups in the state, but you can guarantee most of them is overseas working because they still got that respect. You know what I mean? Right. You know, when you hear about the EPMD, the dead president, the dead president, and all of them cats like that, they're over there working religious, religiously, you right. know what I mean? Because that's where the respect is, you know what I mean? So I guess yes, there's some more work got to be done here, you know, in the state, you know what I mean, to get out, you know, put put up a couple more magazines and papers and stuff like that, and then it all to balance out. Right, right. Creole, you feel the same way? 
Yes, I do. I feel that, um, like I said, we have we have a, a certain presence in America that that's undocumented to a degree because of the industry want to skew young, so they want to pay attention to all the cats that's doing something right now, and in the in the, in the, 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 the pioneers and and, and 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 people like that, they they're more or less in the background or, or in, on the back burner. The fire's still on, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But the focus is not on them, or rather on us. So. You know, we, 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 our, our main focus is, and, and doing interviews like this goes a long way into helping us do that, is to let people know that, you know, the fire is still burning. You know, we're still out there. We're we still ready to damage and, and, and destroy. You know what I'm saying? And we got to right. put ourselves in a position where we let people know that's all. No doubt. And doing this and, uh, will help us. I, 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 complete, I completely agree where y'all are coming from. I mean, it, it's all about, it's, it's a little bit deeper to me, as far as the culture, and I feel like the culture of hip hop, and I and I'm gonna bring it up, and I'm I'm gonna kick it, I'm gonna kick it all, you know, with with, with my man Play, and of course he's uh he's brought to you by uh, brandnews.com, brandnews with a z, dot com, and uh and and Chris, my my thing is this, and we we you know, you've actually you know helped out with so many different things on a on a music level and acting and you know all kinds of different things, but let's let let's put a focus, fellas, on on the on the culture of hip hop, like the culture that gave birth to me, you know, kind of started with you know the Furious Five, of course, and so many people that helped evolve the the hip hop tradition, you know, as far as being creative, different sounds, you know what I'm saying? When I, I was looking at the message the other day on the on, on the uh, on on YouTube, and I was like, man, like even the gear y'all had on was just like you know relatable, you know what I'm saying? So you know, I was just looking at a lot of different things and play when. When you when you when I say all these things about creativity and in, in the in that birth of hip hop, what what happened? Is it still here? Did it disappear? Uh. Well, it's, it's definitely not the same. You know, I, I don't think that the soul is in it the way it used to be. I mean, when I think about you know me coming up and how important it was for me to get my hands on a tape from uptown, whatever the latest tape that somebody risked their life from Queens to go uptown to tape with, you know, the performances that would go on and come back and, you know, you'd be, like, at the edge of your seat just, like, listening to the, to the tape or what went on. Cassette tape, for people out there that don't know what a cassette tape was, that's what happened before we got MP3. So, anyway, um, <laughs> you know, to be able to, to listen to that. And then, you know, my main thing was, you know, I broke rules. Me and my partner in crime, Herbie, who uh, everybody knows is Herbie the Love Bug, we did what we needed to do to go up up to uptown Bronx, whatever, to see, you know, flashing them perform, you know, that was like, and, and funky four and, and the list and stuff goes on. But when you look at it in contrast today, I had raised a question on Facebook the other day. I'm like, what makes, what make the rhymes of materialism back then from the rhymes of materialism today? And the response was really incredible because basically at surface value, they seem like they're the same. But we raised mm-hmm. in the question of what's the intention? What was the spirit behind it? What was the method to the madness? Back then, it was about aspirations. It was about dreams. It was about stuff you're going to do for your family if and when you get your hands on money. Today, it's quite different. I'm not going to get into a judgment thing. But one of the mm-hmm. people had quoted Mel's rhyme about buying a mansion. I think I did it, but someone finished the rhyme about buy a mansion for my mother. I'm going to do this. Mm-hmm. I'm going to do that. You know, it, it's different, you know, and that has a lot to do with the DNA and the contrast between the two. I understand where the young heads are coming from. I've been teaching 
uh, official courses in higher learning institutions for well over 10 years now, Miles College, North Carolina Central University, FAMU, and now Delaware State University soon, and working with Duke University. And it's just interesting where people's concepts and heads is at when you mention the mistake I used to make first teaching was assuming everybody heard the first rap record I heard. Mm -hmm. You can't do that with young heads today. They're not going to say the message. They're not going to say Jimmy Spicer. They're not going to say any of that. And then when I'm able to introduce to them, you know, that era and show them footage of it, they definitely feel like they've been robbed. It's like you growing up on Burger King and McDonald's all your life until you get introduced to Steak and Shake, and you find out what yeah, real right. burger what a real burger is like. So when they see that contrast, they're like, yo, we thought we were having fun. We thought this was hip-hop. What's that y'all were doing then? That it's something in that. We can't articulate it, but it's something in that that looks better, that looks pure, and the word is, is soul. It's real soul, you know? Mm-hmm. Millie, man, what you want to add yeah. on to that, man? Well, the, the roots of hip-hop was, was definitely, it was the music of the poor. It was people that didn't have and, and, and the, the basic concept of that, the breakdancing, the graffiti, you know, that, that, was, that was later on with the art, you know what I mean, scratching the turntables that went on to be the band for the music. It was all music that poor people did to, to first, to first of all, to get by, and then second of all, to express, and, and, then, and, then, it went on, and then it went on to create. How it gets to the point right now where hip-hop is the music of, like, you know, these upper-class black guys that are just like, okay, now all the thugs is going, now they got, like, all this thug love. Like, everybody just want to love the thugs. You know, the thugs get killed, and, you know, they want to march for the thugs. It's like they change the dynamics of something that put uh, uh, black people socially and economically in, in one, on one level, but they, and they change the whole dynamics to what it is, to, to like, uh, it's like it, 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 lost, it lost all its meaning. You know what I mean? Like if you were like if you got rappers writing records, like rappers writing the message, and those are still the number one or two records of, uh, after 35 years of hip hop, that just mm -hmm. what went on afterwards. It was better before. Like it was better when, when guys were doing it because we we just like I, uh, uh, just like I Chris said, it was better when it came from the soul. It was so music. It was poor people, you know, really just you know uh, 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 creating. And, and doing what they did to, to, to be known and to be famous and, and to get money in the live instead of just, you know, just some guy, you know, you got, you almost a DNA and you're still talking about selling dope. Like everybody, you know, they all in debt with the white people and they still talking about selling dope. And, and, and then, you know, then you got the lower level weirdos, you know, and the, and the only thing they talk about is selling dope. But all that is in front of the people, you know what I mean? It's like, where, where is the true voice of the people right now? And, it, and it's going in their pocket. You know what I mean? And it's, 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 it's pathetic to me. It's pathetic. Wow. Wow, that's death heavy. Scorpio, go ahead, bro. Yeah, well, I mean, you know what I, what I think as well. I think uh, I, I think even like some of the artists as today, they can put themselves in a position to do some great things. You know, some of them, you know, make great records, but, you know, the test of time, we'll see if any of them will be classics. And, you know, in yet to respect, you know, to my man Nas, I think Nas, Really is is one of you know one of the last of the Mohegans that still got his yeah. foot in this in, in the new school music that is is definitely giving out that hip hop soul music that Clay is talking about. So you know what I mean. It ain't like you know all of them, 
you know what I mean, it's up under under the bus with that. But, you know, so, you know, when we've had all this, like, nods and stuff like that to come out, and even comment, you know what I mean? So, you know, it's, it's, it's like a ham few that's really still trying to do it. We just got to rally around the ones that's doing it and, and, and just big them up and, and keep it moving. And, cause that yeah, hey, 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 but you know what? For them. Hey, but you know what? Besides cutting you off, Scott, but how about them rallying around us for a change? How about that? Because <laughs> they, obviously they don't work. Not right. really, not, I wasn't saying. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. I ain't talking about all. I'm just talking about <laughs> the ones that just doing no, I, you know, I'm just trying to talk about it, 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 the industry. We don't got to rally around them because oh, we don't have to rally around them. Exactly. No, I'm talking about the artists. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm just talking about the artists. I ain't talking about the industry. Ben done gave up on us. You know what I mean? So we just got to just keep doing what we do, and, 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 and it's going to be the people that's going to put us in in our proper place. You know what I mean? Because exactly. when it was when it, when it was always a situation when it was just us, just the, you know, relating directly with the crowd or the people. It was never, it was never no misconception who we was or what we did or or where we gonna go with this. You know, when it got to the point where the industry had to step in and now all of a sudden they the gatekeepers of something we created. You see where we at now? We almost like the Rosa Parks, the back of the bus, even with. All of the accolades we got, all of the trophies, all of everything, you know what I mean? You talk about the Serious Fire, you know what I mean? Especially if you put it in a certain context with Grandmaster Flash and the Serious Fire, they almost treat us like we the picks. You understand what I'm saying? So all we, you know, we got to do is just, is really just try to get keep ourselves in front of the people, not even the industry, just the people. And I think and everything what? about this is out. I think gotcha. another bad, a real unfortunate situation is a, a, ba- a bad case of imbalance because when radio finally did, you know, like a WBLS and KTU or whatever, finally did embrace rap, even though I give more props to Philly for supporting hip-hop music before New York really did, with God bless our Lady B, that there was diversity. You know, you can hear the different, you can hear the different diversity in hip-hop music. One minute, you know, you got, you know, Heavy D and the boys. Then you got some um, um, Public Enemy. Then you might have B-Fat, Let's Do the WAP. You know, you had representation of the different moods and the different things when it became more popular. Now it's like if I, when I do listen to music on the radio, all I got to do is listen to it for maybe 30 minutes tops, and I know that's what's going to be played for, like, the rest of the day. So, like, I think mm-hmm. Paul mentioned, um, was talking about in regards to the fact of the gatekeepers, you know, um, is that you have an imbalance. You don't have equal time for a Nas. His last album was brilliant. You know, you don't have equal time for a Carmen right. or Ali Kualib or all of that. And, I mean, even the new music you guys is putting out, I mean, there's room for it all because hip-hop, culture is so old now that it isn't a matter of it's just for the young heads. I heard there's supposed to be a movement for hip-hop contemporary that speaks for cats 30, 40 above that still love hip-hop, but let's deal, let's deal with the issues that those that demographic lives through, but in hip-hop music and expression, you know, there's room for it, but, you know, like Scorp said, you know, there is the gatekeepers, powers that be. Hey man, that damn buzz has uh, hip hop icons, Furious Five, and also Chris play Martin right here, right now, on the AM buzz. And, and I'm gonna ask you this, Creole, like you know, with all that's being said, and, and and I think Mel mentioned it too. When as far as a society in which we live, we we was poor. I mean, we grow up in 
you know, the message really hit home because this is really what we saw outside. So, you know, a lot of a lot of what we see now, you know, 35 years later still kind of happens. You know, some happens a little bit more so than others in some hoods. And in the society in which we live in, I mean, does it does that lack of evolution, um, you know, kind of, you know, to have people talk about a lot of material things that they wish they had. So a lot of people are really geared up towards the material um, in their lyrics, I guess you could say. To a degree, uh, like I say, uh, uh, to a degree, you can say that. But see, I can't, I can't really judge or think for the cat that's writing something, you know, th that's trying to create. Like I say, I can only stand back and, 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 and comment from, from, you know, from afar. For right. me, it seems like like cats are, are are overly materialistic in the things that they're writing now, and I really don't want to try to criticize anybody because I I'm not I'm not really feeling you know any 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 benefit from doing that. But uh, we 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 rhymed about things about about things that we wanted and the things that we desired that the things that we aspired to. There's no real difference in that. You know what we what we was trying to do. As far as okay, yeah, I want to do this. I want to go here. I want to have this, you know. Uh, but something that Play said earlier um, is really um, important in this in this um, issue right here. We we did things, and it had a certain feeling that was pure. Like we right. didn't try to insult anybody or to try to uh, be derogatory towards anybody because there was certain conduct that we had to follow because. We came behind those R&B groups that 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 had a certain amount of professionalism. So when they came to the table, they they was spit, spit polished. Everything was was uh, t tailored, pressed, clean. I'm saying you you didn't see these you didn't see these cats like they just stepped off the street and came on the stage. Uh, 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 the 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 way cats uh, express themselves now is is. It seems like they have a certain disconnection uh, with professionalism. I'm not going to say they're not professional because they are. They're, they're not making money because they're getting paid for what they're doing. That makes them that literally <laughs> makes them professional. But they seem to lack the certain. Uh, uh, this might be a bad word, but they, they seem to lack. Class. They don't have the, the the wherewithal to understand that the things that they sing in really affect the the. the Youth, and it, 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 it makes them behave in a manner that's outside their character. Like say, in other words, normally, like say, if you grew up in an inner city neighborhood, uh, uh, you, would, you would be in the street and you would try to find things to do in order to entertain yourself. And the the main thing that you would try to do is, is not to try to hurt anybody. You, know, so you would try mm -hmm. to go out and try to have fun. And it seems like cats nowadays they want to put themselves in a position where they're fake tough. Knowing that, if this might be a bad statement, but knowing that, like, say, if you really good, you spent most of your time inside writing and, and creating. You know what I'm saying? You didn't, right. you wasn't outside scrambling and slinging this and putting your hand on on a gun and doing and all kinds of illegal. You wasn't doing that because you don't have time for that. If you mm -hmm. aren't all that good, maybe you were you, you were doing that, and then you would you you, you was able to string a couple of things together. And you just, if you was really really talented. You spent most of your time inside writing and creating, and that was that was your life. You didn't have the um, the time to to be out there getting in trouble and and being the the, the, the quote unquote pseudo thug. You know what I'm saying? Right. So 
to me, it, it seems like the materialism in, in, in hip-hop today is, is not unlike what we do, it's that there's no real soul to it. Like, Cassie is really doing it for... And now, we, we all did it, we, we all doing it for money because we have to live. It seems like that's the, the main thing. Like, we want to just, we want to try to get money and project ourselves. Like, say, we want to, we want to, we want to, we want to go to the lowest common denominator. We don't want to get a certain amount of class and, like, you have to work to get to where I am. You can just step off the street, wear some baggy pants, get on stage, have some, 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 some crazy tattoo on your face. And say some of the most derogatory things in order to shock people, and then you 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 good. But you so, know what, so I, I you get what you're saying. So, so go ahead. Hello. Yeah, I no, just wanted ahead. to say this play. Creole just said something that's so deep because I'm I'm thankful to be alive long enough to remember when I can benefit from you know both sides of the spectrum of eras era, eras e r a and s and all of that good stuff. But he just mm-hmm. was saying that. You took the time to be inside and write your rhymes, but see, one of the better, one of the things that have taken place is when you have hip hop heroes who talk about they don't write their rhymes down. You have a lot of artists now that want to be like them. So it's right. like now there's no such thing as the rhyme book. That used to be very important among your crew was your rhyme book. Amen. You know, yep. and all of that they don't do that now. You're losing the art of writing. You don't. You're not thinking about what you're saying is coming out of your mind. You're rapping off the top of the dome, and most of the time it sounds just like that. And then on mm-hmm. top of that, too, what was very important, I was thinking about it earlier because Beat Street was on Bounce TV this morning, was that how important it was not for anybody to be fighting somebody else's style. You know, right. that was real, something you worked real hard at, too. It was all about uniqueness and originality and really, really trying to be different. And those things have faded away, which has had a really negative repercussion in regards to people following it to a fault, you know? Yep, yep, I agree. And, Raheem, what do you think about this? Like, you know, what what all has been, been said literally, like, you know, the last, you know, few minutes or whatever, it's, it seems like a lot of people tend to, you know, want to want to make the here and now joints instead of making songs that's going to leave a legacy later on because, you know, of course, you know, play said it best. Hip hop heroes. Is, I, I'm kind of in that same zone. I mean, I'm a, I'm a fan, and you guys are my music heroes, uh, growing up as well. So, you know, a lot of people tend to want to just do the real quick, you know, mention the fast food joints, versus the, you know what? I think I need to leave this and make this impact heavy as far as leaving the legacy that people be able to hear, listen to, and feel emotion wise for years to come. Yeah, well, right. Go ahead. I, I think I think that the state of hip hop today, without you know, without being too harshly critical of uh, <clears throat> today's generation of hip hop practitioners, um, I, I I believe that the state of hip hop today is is more indicative of the fact that we're not in control of our culture. I think that, you know, it's, it's bigger than the artists who are making the music because, um, first of all, it doesn't matter what kind of music we make, the radio stations have to play it, and right. the record labels have to manufacture it. So um, there, there uh, happened, it was an incident, or without... Without sounding like a conspiracy theorist, um, in 
I believe it was 1990, out on the West Coast, there was a, uh, a meeting or a series of meetings held with top record label executives and mm. um, and uh, prison officials. And basically what happened was the prison officials, uh, well, the record label executives invested money in these private prisons. And so the owners of the private prisons uh, offered the record company executives further monetary benefit by way of if they influenced their artists to make the kind of music that would influence their listeners to act out and behave in a manner that was conducive to getting them to go to prison, their prisons would be filled, and thereby the record label executives would make more money because they invested in these prisons, and the uh, prison officials would, of course, make more money because their prisons would be filled. And um, I don't know about you guys, but since 1990, um, that's definitely what's been happening. Um, so I, I don't. I don't think. I I, I ain't gonna disagree with you, brother. I'm sorry. I said I ain't gonna disagree with you on that, brother. Yep. Yeah. So, you know, um, I think that, you know, whenever anything starts out grassroots, um, you know, it's the, the wholesomeness of it and the pureness, the purity of it is is you know, it's very enchanting. But then once anything grassroots is embraced by corporate America or corporate anyone, um, that changes the nature of what it was forever. It's never going to be the same again. Um, we can, what we can do is continue to promote and, and you know, uh, uh, put out music and, and do things that are indicative of our brand of, of hip-hop culture because it's the purest. But mm -hmm. because of the fact that, you know, time doesn't stand still. So, you know, the Wright brothers invented the airplane, but, you know, we're flying on jets today. Right. You know what I mean? But that doesn't, that doesn't make, it, make it right for, for the fact that, you know, the music industry has completely uh, robbed the culture of hip-hop and repackaged it in a way that's palatable for them to be monetary, mon monetarily successful. And, mm. and you know... It, 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 I'm, so, I'm sorry for cutting you off, Bob, but you know, the thing that, the thing that, that I, I most don't like, and anybody that know me, including all the stars or whatever, I never did like gangster music. I never did like it because, to me, it was, it was just clowning and it was destructive, being that most of the guys I was saying it, they wasn't really gangsters. But the thing that mm -hmm. I, I dislike most of all is that they use nowadays hip-hop and all of these characters that you see on TV to describe black people right now. Like in a day right. where you got a black president, you know what I mean, they're downplayers, like they downplay the, 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 uh, the contribution of Barack Obama to black society and then upplay all of this gangsterism and this thugism, like that really means something. Like, like, that, like, like in other words, I, I live in a, a five-story walk-up. It might be one person on every floor that smoke weed. 
So that might be just five families, and there's four or five apartments on every floor. But if mm-hmm. you walk up in the hallway and you smell all the weed in the hallway, you think everybody in the building smoke weed. But it's right. only five families. And that's what's going on with, with hip-hop and the society. Like, they use, like, just one style of what's going on, and then that defines the whole style. Like, East Coast rappers, there's no such thing as East Coast rap. You turn on the radio, and you hear that Southern rap. Now, there's nothing wrong with Southern rap within itself. But I'm not from the South. I don't need to necessarily relate to what's going on with, you know, every little country bumpkin or every, you know, somebody that, you know what I mean? It's like, it's like, uh, uh, it's like Catch Me forgot where the talent comes from. And like me, myself, right. I feel like I've slapped on my back. That's where my talent is a little way. And I'm going to show my back. You see what I'm saying? That's the back. And then that's the bottom line. See, what it is, what, what, what they do is like they, they say new is new and old is old. But in music, there is no old when it comes to classic. You see right. what I'm saying? And, and, and we even said into that, it's like, yeah, well, you know, what this new music, it's not about new music. Because listen, if it's good, it's good. Okay, we're going to work with it. If it's bad, why can't, you know, like, nobody like, well, I don't want to say that it, it, it's garbage, it's just garbage. If we made a whack song, we're going everybody on the radio. Radio for everybody, mm-hmm. the song wasn't good. I don't feel it. it you know what right. I mean? No, 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 all of a sudden, after everybody, you know, hurt my feelings about how good I was, how good I could have been. Now, all of a sudden, don't nobody want to hurt nobody's feelings no more. I don't know why they want to say Lil Wayne with the real weird and, you know, like what they do on TV, you know, like, you know, when they come on TV, well, like what they do on TV is kind of awful. You know, what they say on the, on, on the records about all this chilling, like, 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 it, like it, it's something cool about it. it, it, it well, it, that's indicative of the fact that we're not in control. We are not in control. No, 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 we, we, no, we, 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 are, we are in control. We are, we, no, we are in control of what we do and we right, exactly. Exactly.
perfect points on, on it all as far as, you know, how everything has been molded and shaped and the whole deal. And I always looked at hip-hop as a as a fraternity, like, you know what I'm saying? You you guys help, you know, mold and shape different careers, um, people that was inspired by what you guys have done. You know, play, I can say the same thing for you. You inspire so many different people, not just, you know, uh, your peers in the in the industry, but also you know, the the loyal fan base that's going to stay down with you always. And I just feel like that each one, teach one syndrome kind of died out. And I don't know where it fell off, but it just seemed like nobody wants to help out each other no more. So, you know, I'm, I'm going to start this one off with Scorpio. My question to you is, I mean, you feel where I'm coming from, one. And two, if you see it, what what can we do to be able to kind of help rectify that? Because it's going to take more than just the Furious Five, and it's going to take more than just play and the people out there listening that feel what we're saying in order for us to be able to turn this thing around. I mean, well, you know, that's that's really a hard one to just to say, you know, how, how we're going to put this in, back in that order. Because just like Ron said, you know what I mean, you know, that part of the industry and that soulfulness, I think it is gone, you know what I mean? But the only thing we can do is do what we do, you know what I mean? Because at the end mm-hmm. of the day, you know, no matter how much, you know, intelligence we have, or, you know, how much wisdom we have, when especially if you're talking to the, the newer cats, only thing they want to know, if we're talking, is we leaning on the business? If, if, if we caked up, can, can, you know what I mean, can we count money? You know what I mean? So it's hard <laughs> to get through the cats. When they prize is money, you know what I mean. Right. And if we, in our prize, I don't get it wrong. You know what I mean. We love money like the next. You know what I mean. But we still cut cut from that other cloth where we know that it's something spiritual to this. You know what I mean. But mm-hmm. they don't see that. They 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 disconnected from that side. So it's real hard for a lot of cats to even hear what we say. Cause we could be on CNN right now, making all of the sense we want. You know what I mean. And at the end of the day, ninety percent of the new cats that we try to talk about, they looking at seeing what we wearing on our rings, what type of trains, you know, we, you know, we got draped down and stuff, and the weather, is they going to listen to us or not? Because even right. if you look at somebody like, you know, Russell Simmons or, or Puff or cats like that, now, they, they really like folk style age, and some of them is even older than us, but you would never mm-hmm. hear anybody call Russell Simmons old school. You would never right. hear nobody call Puff old school. Because, you know what I mean, because they holding so much cake, and, and, and that's the prize to a lot of these cats. So they would never even put them in the same class as us, even though, you know what I mean, they not, you know, official hip-hop, you know, art as far as, you know, rhyming and all of that. But, you know, Russell Simmons, I just read today, he was, they consider him as godfather of hip-hop, but they would never call him an old-school artist because of, mm-hmm. of that money factor. So it, that's a hard call if you don't got that cake mm-hmm. next to you. Right. Let me just interject like right quick. See, this, this is the beauty of what it is and this is this is this is why God is great. Because the the one thing that every that everybody seems to forget, young definitely young people, but even some of us too, this is still the record business. And mm-hmm. and once you get the next thing, everybody's still gonna follow that thing. You see what I'm saying? So now right. at the end of the day, it's like the game is never gonna be over. Because all you got to do is just come up with the right song. And I feel that you believe anybody, anybody ever talked to me, I always talk about coming up with that song. And all it takes is one. You see what I'm saying? You're only one joint away from, from burying whatever it is that ever went on in the past. Because just That's like, right. Just like uh, 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 the next guy that came out to 56, 
50 cents to consent to the street, and I, I really don't really care. But if you ask anybody, which was a couple of years ago, 50 cents was the hottest guy. Now, everybody, to a person, no, no 50 cents don't even have a fan out there. Now, 50, he's done. He's done. 50, he's done. Because the next guy came with a record. Just because the next guy came with a record. Now, nobody's not coming out with the kind of record, or you might not be able to get them played, but if you can sneak one through, this game is over because it's still the record business. And I understand yeah. how they try to change it, the sales business or the, you know, or the, or the, you know, the millionaire clubs. Change it however you want to change it, Duke. But if you ain't making that hit, that's when they, and they ain't making no hits now. It ain't no, you know, I, I teach it years ago. When was the last important hip-hop song? We can't remember. We could discuss it, right. and it would be like something that came over 10 years public ago. Enemy. Public enemy. Public enemy. Something like that. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Yep. So there yep. it is. I'm sorry to interject, Mel. That goes back to my point. This is Raheem. Um, and, and that... Hello? Yeah, oh, I think Raheem had a... He, I think his call dropped. Yep. Okay. Yep. Play, go ahead, bro. Conspiracy, baby. Conspiracy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, this is play. This is play. What Mel said is absolutely right. The, the, the thing that's the pros and the cons to this music business is how disloyal it is. There is no loyalty. All it takes is a hit. And, you know, it comes from that old cliche, you're only as good as your last hit. You know, and 50 Cent is a real good example of that. Even when you look at Puff and Russ, I don't think anybody looks at them anymore as far as aspiring to be them as artists, but they look at them as inspirations in regards to what can prayerfully come out of this thing, you know, what you can be set for life. But what I wanted to touch on, which Ra had spoke on in regards to that, that meeting that took place, is I don't, I don't know if it's true, but it's a heck of a coincidence. But, you know, I look at the same thing in regards to the school situation in hip-hop. When hip-hop finally got to the place where it was making music videos, you know, most of the music videos, like 8 out of 10, the backdrop or the concept had something to do with a school which was a subliminal message to the watcher and the uh, the listener that hey the place to be must be school must be school that's where the cute girls is at that's where we can have some fun out with my boys whatever the case may be there was some subliminal indirect message that school was the place to be I dare anybody to name one rap record one hip hop video out now that has anything to do with a school and that can have a lot to do in regards to the dropout rates, which can only most of the time lead to a prison situation. So, you know, everything to me is by design. There is a strategy involved. Why is so much money put behind images that, you know, support liquor, support you got to own a Rolls Royce, you got to hang out in the clubs, the girls got to look like this, the dudes got to look like that. To undeveloped minds, that's the picture of success. It's the same mm-hmm. thing that took place when I was a shorty, and I wanted whatever the Furious Five or anybody was wearing, that's what I wanted to wear. You know, I can't tell you how many sheepskin coats I got. Or, <laughs> you know, when it got into the leather pants or whatever the case, it's all about influence. It's all about right. what you think success is. So when you look at it today and you're not seeing any images that's promoting education or school, you know, I can't be mad at these young heads unless I have a one-on-one with them to be able to break it down but they think mm-hmm. the success, the girl, the jury, all of that is either sticking somebody up, taking yours. We only want to get into the whole spirit of entitlement. 
you know, and right. that whole thing. So, you know, that's, that's that it, like uh, Ness said, and by the way, I wanted to be you, Ness, when I was a shorty. That that name was treacherous, <laughs> Mr. Ness. <laughs> there you go. One love. One love. I, I was disappointed when it changed to Scorpio. I said, Scorpio, come on, man. What is this? But what I was being said was it was all about the influence. It was all about that. And when you look at it today, you know, it's it's no accident that you have the decline you have. And there were some people who saw what the influence powers could be, Illuminati, whatever you want to call it, it is what it is, regardless of the title, that they are movers and shakers. There's people who say this is what it's going to be. This is what it will do. But I'll tell you the positive thing, and I think Mel will, will love this, is that when you, lately you've seen the power of people, and when you turn around and you form on a Reebok and you form on a Pepsi or PepsiCo and you see things change, it gives you an indication that the power is still with the people if we can be unified. Mm-hmm. Right, no doubt. See, and, and, see, and, and, and what else do like, I do definitely what, what Raheem said, because uh, uh, I remember DST told me that about six or seven years ago. I didn't believe him, but I believe him now. But see, some, now some of it is it, it, like with the powers that be, but a lot of it is just with the way that, that black people evolved as far as the house how we are and how we raise and how we raise ourselves and how we raise our kids. Now see what we're witnessing right now is the whiteification of black America. Now when we came up and when our parents uh, came up from their parents, we was taught the importance of having the things that white people attain in their lives. We were taught the importance of having it and you work towards it. Now what 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 they teach kids is the value of it. How how much the sneakers cost? Not not the importance of having those sneakers. Like if you gonna get the best sneakers, what you gonna do with the best sneakers, or what you gonna do with a five hundred dollar pair of jeans? The only thing that 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 taught to these young kids is the value. Like you got you got these young these young little bums and they fashion critics. Oh yeah, those are Christian and cross. Yeah, what do you care? If you don't know what you know, you know, you know, you don't know what the car is for. Like they, they, they don't know the importance of having the best car, but they know how mm-hmm. the best car costs. And that's a, that, that's what the gratification of black America. When we were black, you know, everybody told you know our, our whole thing in America. We want to fit in the white world, and you had to be engaging enough to engage the white man to fit in the white world. Now it's like, okay, uh, that house cost, I, I, I want to live in, in, in a $3.5 million house, but for what? So you, you see what I'm saying? The, 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 end, the end game is wrong. The only thing they know is, is, is the middle part. We want, you, you know, even, even uh, uh, the, the, way, the way black people kill now. You know, you know, 20, 20 years, it wasn't no D.C. sniper that was a black guy that would go, you know what I mean? Because, you know, black people, it was certain things that black people just wouldn't do or they, just, or they shouldn't do. Now it's like, right. no matter what anybody would say, just like the little, the little Wayne comment about, uh,
Chinese people go for Chinese, Korean go for Korean, black, no, they don't go for black. They want to have what the white have simply because they want to just be in that frame, okay, I got the money to afford this, but not, okay, I got this money, and I'm going to work just to get my money, then I'm going to look back, and then I want to help my, my people. You see what I'm saying? So that's what I'm saying. Mm. It's, it's, the, it's the whiteification of the black man. The only thing these young kids understand, they don't understand the, the importance of having wealth, they just understand the value of, of the wealth. Right. And, 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 and right there, without, without the end game, that's our destruction right there. That's a mm. and that's and that's definitely a part of the A and Buzz have hip hop icons, Furious Five members, and of course Chris Play Martin. And um, I, I want to ask, I want to start this question with 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 Kid Creo, um, because I always kind of felt like the lack of music respect and social respect for our women, you know, has definitely uh, caused a lot of people to kind of not just create a stir. And it's not just a music thing, but we see musically uh, on the flip side, that's that's one of the reasons why a lot of our women, you know, is not respected to some of these young kids growing up. So my question to, you know, that I'll start off with Creel is this. I mean, it's plain and simple. Like, where do we draw the line when it comes to our women? Um, and actually, before you answer that question, can you turn down your volume real quick? <laughs> me? me? Creel, yeah. Creel, yeah. Okay, sure. Sorry about that. Uh, where, <laughs> where do we draw the line with our women? Because our women is at a point right now where it's just like, you know, we, we need to do something to help out our young ladies out there, try to, you know, help them evolve and grow just like we do. Well, well, that, that uh, once again, that's a difficult question to, um, to feel. Like, there's no real uh, singular thing that can take place, especially, like say, the, the, uh, we, we've already established that the, 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 the cat that, that got the hit record is, is the cat who had the biggest voice. So now he has the biggest voice, his platform is large, and, uh, and people are paying attention to him, and people are also emulating him or her. So if, if, if the person who's on top who had the biggest voice, the most influence, there's a direct correlation on how that particular person treats women to how the person who listens to their records treats women. For, for, mm -hmm. for, for, for a person with a small voice to try to yell above the crowd and say, hey, you shouldn't have women in your videos with scantily clothes, with, with no scantily clothes. You shouldn't be calling women the B word. You shouldn't be showing images that's negative towards women. You kind of get lost in the in in the, in the 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 din of the crowd because your voice is not is not large enough. Right. To to try to like say you can you can you can make comments and make statements and do the things necessary in order to try to to to, to enlighten young people and show them that you know you have to respect women because your mom is a woman you know which is an obvious thing. And you wouldn't want nobody to disrespect your mother or your sister, you know. Uh, and you can you can go about doing those things, but it's difficult when the cats that have the biggest voice and 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 the most influence are going in, in another direction. What we can do is, and this is this is a, a theme that's been going on through this whole conversation, is mm -hmm. is, is is the is is project the images that are that are important to. 
and 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 and, and move forward and hope that the things that we're doing influences some because we're not going right. to we're not going to capture right. all because our voice is small right now and mm-hmm. to try to talk mm-hmm. to the person who has the, the largest voice and the most influence they don't want to be they don't they, they don't want to be lectured to because that's how let's say we would we talk to them in a, in a manner of we're trying to school them but they would take it as we're trying to lecture them like you know, you know uh, and, and, and in their head they're trying to get theirs they don't hear the, the outside voice saying uh, uh yo this is wrong that's wrong they don't hear that because all in their head is i'm getting mines you know i'm counting my dollars you know what i'm saying i'm stacking my chips so to for it, it, it's important to to try right. to put uh, uh uh to try to come to, with, with positive images for women because in the long run it's going to benefit our culture but mm-hmm. for to, to to um to try to blanket to, to make a blanket statement as to what we can do to try to affect the, the, the overall outcome, we can all we can do is the things that we hold dear to our heart that we know is uh, legitimate, but is what is 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 good for the the, the culture in the long run, and then just keep right. moving forward right. because our voice is only going to be the influence on the people who see us as people. That 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 uh, uh, that have a certain uh, uh, credibility, a certain purity in heart, and 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 knowing what we're doing is 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 right, and and and, gotcha. and, and gotcha. just keep, just try to move forward from there because gotcha. our, our, gotcha. our 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 position is is, is the, the, like we don't have the influence that the cats that that's making days have, but like how Mel said earlier in our conversation, one record can change all that. Mm-hmm. Raheem, what about you, man? What about you, man? Uh, for the most part, <laughs> um, for the most part, I'm, I'm inclined to say that, uh, oh man, I lost my train of thought. What was the question? <laughs> <laughs> the question, please. <laughs> Because y'all know, too, at the end of the day, like, you know, there's, there's so much women out there that, that support not just our hip-hop culture, but, you know, there, there's a lot of ill women, you know, that, 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 can, that can spit just as well as the men. And, you know, of course, they don't get the recognition they, they deserve to a certain degree. Um, and then socially, it just seems like, you know, a lot of our good women is being pushed in by some that's not so good. So, you know, it, it's kind of like, you know, you, yeah, of course, you know, kind of what Creel was saying, we, we kind of have to, you know, it's going to be us, even though we may be a drop in the bucket somewhat. But at the same time, like, if we have enough strong men supporting our strong women, I think it's going to teach those other ones that kind of lost their way to, you know what, maybe I need to look in the mirror and try to be able to, you know, raise my game up a little bit so I can be able to be a strong woman as well. Right, but... Um... One of the things that I think is the major contributing factor to this problem and and the state of hip hop and the state of overall black society is the fact that a lot of time is spent paying a lot of attention to media. Media controls the entire world. And 
I don't know if everyone is aware of this, but when you uh, audio and visual images are things that enter the subconscious mind without our permission. Mm -hmm. And for that reason, our youth are being programmed. When you are subjected to a certain amount of hours of listening to repetitive or watching repetitive things, After a while, your behavior becomes indicative of that which you see. It's like eating unhealthy food. If you eat unhealthy food, eventually you're going to, you know, become unhealthy, overweight, sick eventually, you know. So when you listen to unhealthy music, it acts. Mm-hmm. Um, but not to not to say that there aren't responsible black people because there are a multitude of uh, responsible black people. But I, I was, you know, uh, I'm a Barack Obama fan, just like uh, the majority of Black America. But I was very right. disappointed uh, when I heard uh, Barack Obama make reference to Young Jeezy, and now you know not. Not to say that Young Jeezy doesn't have the right to, you know, to make money in the music industry, but mm-hmm. um, if you if you listen to if you tell me five songs on the radio, your local radio station that don't promote death or some kind of violence, right? Uh, Drugs, uh, misogyny, or or materialism. I challenge you. So it's a thing of being programmed. It's not, you know, if people were more aware of the fact of this of this phenomenon because I think it's phenomenal that people don't, you know, it's obvious to me. It's like Stevie Wonder could see, you know, no public Mm -hmm. music, but, you know. um, But but without without completely uh, bashing the artists today, there are a multitude of artists. Bash them, y'all. Bash them, baby. Bash them. Bash them, baby.
Now, now you got a rapper like Woody, that, which is a great rapper. She'd be smashing on the mic, but what is she talking about? You see right. what I'm saying? And, and now, and, and, so now, you got, you got women, like, in other words, in the history of female rap, no woman made a, a record about having a baby, like the experience of raising a child. No woman mm. made that record. Why, why not make that record? You see what I'm saying? They stay alive. And then the only thing that when they do get deep, they get deep on, on this level. Like they'll talk about, you know, the man, you know, you want a man that got a, a car, a house, and, and, and a good job. Well, that's a man with three women. So that's a man that's your body. As a woman. Right, right. If you want a man mm. that got something, you see what I'm saying? So, you know, it, it, the, the, fact, the fact that women don't stand up for themselves in hip-hop is one thing. And then all the stuff that you see on TV, the bad girls club and the housewives of the land, and they bickering all the time. It's just, it, it, it's just horrible. You know what I mean? It's like, you know, and women love to watch it. Like, you know, my, you know, my lady, she be, and she be watching. I'll be having to lead the role before we get to all of it because, you know what I mean, because this is something that she really, you know, they love the engagement, you know, of, Hearing these women argue and bicker and go back and forth, you know, and 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 and, and they uh and, and and they mindset ain't like, well, how could we, you know, all how could all of us women get together and do better to you know to to uh, better our plight as as black women in in America? They don't do that. They too busy bickering and BSing and and, and 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 trying to find this man that got two or three other women. I mean, it's like, mm-hmm. I mean, even the history of women, good girls love what? Bad boys. Bad boys. It, it, right. it, it's hard. It's hard. The, 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 the difference between a man and a woman is that a man will pick a woman simply on, 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 uh, on potential. Like, you can go in the restaurant and you'll see the waitress. You know what I mean? You'll marry her because you think that she's a good woman, that she's got potential. She's a hard-working woman. Do you think that a woman would go to a restaurant and look at the bus boy and marry him? Well, just right. he's a hard-working man. I see. I like yeah. the way he talks. I'm not a woman, right? Well, not a woman of any stature. Exactly. They, they right. whole thing is, you see what I'm saying? So it's like, you, you, uh, uh, see what what women need to do. What, what see what you got to do is you got to galvanize your power. just like what Beyonce does, as far as making a connection with women. And, and that's on, you know, like of the superficial things, your hair done, and, you know, certain things that how a man would, you know, she like to you to put a ring on it. You see what I'm saying? And as a, a hip-hop woman was to take that same concept, that same theory, or a man was to take that same concept and that same theory, it go a long way because a woman's work is a, is a woman's work. You know what I mean? What a woman's work, that's going to be her work. Whatever she thinks she's worth, that's going to be her work. You know what I mean? If a woman go with a drug dealer, that's her work. If a woman want, want, want to find a church-going man, that's her work. But if she had to choose between the two, most, most of the women that define women, they don't pick men on potential. They pick a man, you know, you have to be already made. You know what I mean? They, a woman want a guy like me? You know what I mean? We need to say it. a lot more 
because, I mean, I, and I, I, tell, I tell women all the time, the, 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 the thing that, you know, uh, like, you could play women just by the art. You, you know what I mean? You, you, okay, I got a good woman. You're a good woman. But I could go out and get ten women that have your work, and I could get five times more done. That's the bottom line. You see what I'm saying? And that's, that's one of the biggest deficits is that the odds is, and I, 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 I tell my woman all the time, listen, the odds is, is this. If you don't do what you're supposed to do, I swear to God, I'll go right up the block and I'll get somebody to do five times more for two times less. It don't even matter. It don't even matter. And they ego and they pride and they hit them because that's, that's, that's the thing. You know, that's, that's the thing. But when we think about it, daddy, you right. Oh, man. Yeah, the numbers, the numbers, if you get young women, women have, they, they have an army, but they're not together. They're not together. No, they're not they unified. Got, you know, like, they don't, they don't recognize they their power. They can't agree on nothing. Yeah, they can't agree on nothing. They can't agree on nothing. They still be intelligent women, you know, well made up. And, and if you sit down and listen to 10 minutes of it, they figure it about, you know, it's just trivial. It's like it's nothing that, you know, it, it, it's nothing that's seen on, on that platform that moves women forward to where you could even say, you know what, I respect, I respect, you know, it, within every man only comes the respect that he would have for women. But as far as men in general, they never respected women, never. Mm-hmm. Because they don't so interesting. They just don't rally like that. Like men who rally, women won't rally. They'll rally like, you know, like if you said, you know, uh, 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 well, we don't want y'all to press feed in public, and then they'll rally. But as far as mm. the basic the basic theories of a woman's worth, they don't rally on that. They'll just let women spend well, for so you know what I mean? But what's so interesting is what something Raheem mentioned earlier in regards to the visual and the audio, video and audio. It's like that same dynamics you're talking about, Mel, applies to the audio because what always still to this day baffles me is when I ask a woman, or in some most cases a girl, why she, why she advocates or pretty much um, um, champions a record that is dim, dim, defamating women, disrespecting women, the, mostly the main thing that will come out of their mouth, the common thing was they're not talking about me. You know, and then when you watch the situation on television, I think it's the same dynamics. It's like, well, okay, are you watching this because it's something you can relate to? No, they're not talking about me. But still yet, this thing is growing and growing and growing. And it's like, well, who are they talking about? Who are they representing? And that's like, that's scary to me. That's really, really scary to me because it's breaking down. I mean, we could go real deep because now, again, what Raheem was talking about with that situation in the 90s and what I was talking about with the the decline of school, what's really deep is the decline and the, um, the, um, the breakdown of the family. The problem happened when you got the black man out the house. When you came and said, listen, we'll pay you to get two incomes out of this house. And now the black man leaves. Now you got more television in. I could go real deep. The whole thing about, hey, Mark, can I watch? Uh, can I eat dinner in my room so I can watch TV? Where, where the power with the family, any family, but in particular, we're black. We're talking black family. Was the dialogue that used to take place at the breakfast and the dinner table? That's, That's right. Where a man and a wife can be able to detect something's going wrong 
when I'm asking you questions of how was your day and you're not giving me answers about what went on in school, tests, mm-hmm. any of that kind of stuff, now you could nip it in the butt. But then when you get the TV in the house, back to Raheem with the visual and the audio, because I'm very spiritual, that you got that in there, now you're breaking that down, the conversation, you get the man out the house, you're, you're tricking the woman into believing you can benefit more if you get him out. You're, you're your own pro-woman. You can do this, whatever the case may be. And now we land where we're landing at right now. I mean, like I said, we all can go deeper. I'm just really broad-stroking everything, but that's where hey, we're at. Amen to that. Amen to that. Mm. A couple of quick questions before we let you guys go. And and, and it's kind of like Play mentioned. is like, you know, the household, the family you know, a lot of families, you know, grew up in a lot of single parents, single moms, single dads, whatever the case may be. You know, it was, you know, some you had to, you know, you had them all together, some you didn't. But nowadays with these kids and the fact that, you know, they have so much access to, you know, music, sex to a degree, online or whatnot, easy access. It's called, it's called um, information. And just, yeah, and, and a lot of information that, you know, you would think they 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 need but not need, you know what I mean, when it comes to certain exactly. things. All that education out there in the world, but they tend to go left and find as many sex places or, you know, different all kind of other things. So my question out there, and I, I'll, I'll, kick it with, uh, I'll kick it with Mel, is when you do have all these kids and these distractions that they do have, I mean, how do, how do you see – or who puts the onus on the fact that, you know what, we need to kind of curb what's going on musically, and these kids are so easily influenced by it and by what's said. Like, you know, do the music or the social media lead these, uh, you know, kids into a, a not-so-good light? Well, you, you know what, at, at some point, and I remember uh, we did another in, interview, and, and Creole said, you know, like, uh, you know, we can't be the hip-hop police, and I, 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 I disagree. Then at some point, you're going to have to have the hip-hop police. you got to save people from themselves sometimes. So sometimes you right. just can't let a person just be, oh, I'm going to do me. I'm going to be me. I'm going to make my life. But your life is going wrong. You know what I mean? All, 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 this, all this ghetto mentality is like we don't trip so far into the ghetto. It's all wrong. And somebody is going to have to actually, you know, it, it's, just like, it's just like how Charles Barkley and them police the NBA because they point out everything that a young player is doing wrong and it filters mm-hmm. down to them, and then the next game, they'll play that. You see what I'm saying? Right. There's nobody that, it's just like how we were saying earlier in the conference, there's nobody that critiques. It's like, in other words, when, 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 when Lil Wayne said that Emmett Till, con- con- that, that, that Emmett Till comment, three quarters of hip-hop should have fell on him like a ton of bricks. That's what I mean. What the, what, what in the F is wrong with you? You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And then it would have right. been corrected. It wouldn't have been the story that it was, but it said, you know, you, 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 you need that. You, you, and, and, we, and we need that to build up our work. Well, who are you to say? You, I, I, this, this is who I am to say. You see what I'm saying? That hip-hop doesn't have that. It doesn't have uh, all the stations, so therefore there's a disconnect between the older guy and the younger guy in music, so that definitely disconnect between the younger guy and the older guy on the street. And you've got to make that connection because you, 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 only, you only learn how to mature from dealing with mature people. Right. You, you, can't learn how to, you can't learn how to grow old by listening to a young man because he's always going to do it like he's a young man. And that's what we got right now. Older people even try to look young just to, just to placate the younger guy and the younger people are the ones that, that actually are the biggest influence 
on your Lafitte. And so you got everybody, it's like black people right now, they're all like 25. Like everything is like 25 and 30, so that's safe. 50 ain't safe. 50 ain't safe. You know what I'm saying? It's nothing more. I'm 52 years old. I, I, I swear to God, if I could have been the way I was right now when I was 20, I swear to God, I mean, I feel, you know, I'm in a little pain sometimes when I get up because I got off right or whatever, but once the machine get going, and, and I'm good. And, and everything, my mind, you know, and, and there's nothing wrong with that, but kids got to see that. And we have to police them. It's just like a, the elephant, the bullies, the older bulls, they keep the younger bulls straight. If you go in one day, you got you to gotta knock them back over. It's the only way. Other than that, as it keeps going right now, all these little cities and towns are going to be like Dodge City. You can't sell them nothing. You can't call the cops. You know what I mean? People killing people just for whatever. And, you know, at, at some point, you know, we got to stop raising our kids like these little white boys, you know what I mean, truthfully speaking, and, and go back to our roots. You see what I'm saying? Black people don't even beat their kids no more. How do you do that? Now, hey, man, man, we hey, don't get away hey. with that. Hey man, was it not was it not a vibe that that was that was had when we was growing up? Like it takes a village. Like if 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 you was a kid and you got in trouble, your neighbor was gonna be the first one to go tell your mom or your dad exactly what you exactly. did, how you did it, etc. Right? Right. You, you can't say nothing. You see a kid do something wrong right now, you can't say nothing. You just you look out your window, you see somebody just close the window, go and go watch. And go watch the, you know, bad girl club. I don't know what, you know, you know what I mean? I don't know what you know, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> wow. like, look, look, at the end of the day, I, I, I love black people. I love it. That, that, you know what I mean? That's how hip-hop music got started because we love, you know, we love intermingling with our people, good and bad. Right. But we made them party. You know, now we got away from that. We got to get back to the, ain't nothing wrong with the old ways. Ain't nothing wrong with that because it worked for millennia. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Now what's going on right now, that don't work for me. It don't work for me. It don't work for nobody. Hey, and to add on to that, and I'll let Scorp, uh, you know, add on to it too, but, Mel, you're right on point because, I mean, you know, look, look, look at the life that you've lived. I mean, you know, you still, you you said you're 52. So, you know, you you live, you, you live in it. You live in it. You're still alive from, you know, all what you was taught, right. you know, good, bad, or indifferent. You're still here, and you're still able to be able to teach others exactly, you know what I'm saying, what to, what to steer – clear away from or what to go get as far as leaving a legacy. Perfect point. Exactly. Perfect point. Exactly. Scorpio, add on to it. Hey, I mean, you know, I mean, that's, I mean, that's where it's at, you know what I mean? It's, it's just like, you know, just getting back to the industry part of it. The, the industry, you know what I mean? I mean, they have so much to do with this, you know what I mean? You know, definitely a lot of things broke down in, in families, home, black people, and stuff like that. But once, you know, you can't put out a certain type of music, you know what I mean? Because that's where the, a lot of the education that came from by being hit, like with the public enemies and the cats like that came after us. You know, when able you to, able to put something in music and make it cool and take it off of that preachy teaching, so sort of speak, what they want to say, that, that element is just gone, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And that's the easiest way and the quickest way to get to the masses, the quickest way to put out a record so people in Germany, Japan can hear. And, you know, and believe it or not, you know what I mean, we all travel abroad a lot. You'd be surprised just how the American influence had abroad. 
You know what I mean? Because I can remember at one point, you know what I mean, that they didn't even have guns and stuff like all through the U.K. and stuff like that. Now they got right. like a mom mentality, like the teenagers going around with the guns, the posses, the whole thing. You you would think you're in America at some part, mm. uh, you know what I mean, it, it, you know, across abroad. So a lot of it is always going to relate back to that music. And like Ross said, you know what I mean, being with that prison system, you know what I mean, a lot of cats been hearing about that for years. And you can almost see how that played a direct response of not letting, you know what I mean, real rappers, different rappers in, you know what I mean, that got messages. And, 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 and until that, really able to cut through, you know what I mean, we could do a talk show or, or we could, you know, come on TV after something crazy happened, we could speak about it. But, you know, like anything else, after that talk show and after that, two weeks later, it, it's over. You got to get back in the music. That, that's right. how it is, it, it, you know, and that's the quickest way because, you know, realistically, a lot of them cats, they ain't studying us no more. And that's, on, and that's okay. You know why it's okay? Because we still got enough uh, enough people, we got enough fans worldwide that, that can still keep us abroad. You know what I mean? That, I mean, right. that can keep us afloat and that we can still live that lifestyle that we still dream about. You know what I mean? Hey. So I think, you know, yes, yes for the other side of the coin is... It's actually a great time to be in the industry, you know what I mean, far as uh, business-wise, you know what I mean? And if you got mm-hmm. your business together, I'm talking about. You got your Absolutely. business together, you got your right managers, you got your child, your right lawyers in place, and then you could walk away with a, a great situation. You're going to get what you deserve, you know what I mean? Unlike mm-hmm. when we started, you know what I mean? You know, it's here and there. But right. right now is actually the best time to be in the industry, like economic-wise. So, you know, I think, you know, a lot of classic cats, you know, we, we right there. So it's just no matter, yes, you know, getting in and doing something, you know what I mean? Agreed. Agreed. Again, Creo, you want to add on to this? Follow our lead because a lot of it's still going to be Creo, you want to go ahead and add on to it as well? Sure, sure. Um, To talk about um what Mel was saying about the hip-hop police, uh, he makes a point with that. But I still firmly believe that that's a that in order for 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 your voice to be heard, right? It, it's a top down scenario. It's not a bottom up scenario. You don't you don't talk from the bottom up because then you seem like you're a hater. You have to be in a position because what Mel said is true. I say that 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 that, that statement that that these people made about the till uh, that that um that it's a rapper made about the till scenario. Three quarters if 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 all things being equal. Of hip hop, what's supposed to come down on him? And what, what, what are you doing right there? You know what I'm saying? And he was supposed to have been, been, been um a little bit more fearful to say something so derogatory. And and and, and, and from my understanding, the point that that the, the statement that he made, he was talking about the sexual prowess. He made a comparison with his sexual prowess to Emmett Till being murdered. So legitimately, right. three quarters of the rap should have came down on him. But that's a, a top-down scenario. When you when, when you when you start talking about saying, okay, yeah, well, you know, well, this 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 rapper over here made this comment, and and he would need to so and so and so and so because legitimately, blah 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 blah. You don't have the authority, or, or if you're not in a position of authority, where like say if, if you 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 mainstreaming. If you're not doing that, then you just some cat on the fringe hating. And I firmly believe this. 
Because even like I remember when NWA first came out, when they was doing all that after police and and all this all, all this stuff, I said I said back then that in a minute they take on so much back right that in a minute they will fall off their own weight because you just can't keep throwing negatives out there. Regardless of whether or not what you're doing is winning, you still can't keep throwing negative things out there because eventually you will fall of your own weight. And that's what happened with NWA. That's what happened with Lil Wayne. That's what happened with um, Rick Ross. It's, it's the same thing. Nobody's out there policing them, but after a while they took on so much negative water that they just sunk of their own weight. And I believe. Mm-hmm. Game right there, though. Raheem, your thoughts? Yeah. Well, I agree with it, what everyone was saying, basically. And, uh, I mean, I think that it's all indicative of the fact that <laughs> we are not in control. All we could control is our personal world. And mm-hmm. hopefully, hopefully our personal world and the way that we carry ourselves and the things that we do will resonate uh, and and transcend beyond us and influence others to do you know uh, greater things and I think that you know when see society <clears throat> places great emphasis on going to school which there's absolutely nothing wrong with going to school and getting a great education and getting a great job and working for someone for the rest of your life, enabling your employer to do all of the leisurely things that they always envision doing with the people that they care about. Meanwhile, you're at your office, weekends, holidays, overtime, whatever, to ensure that their yacht notes are overpaid, I mean, are, are paid. So, for that reason, that has, especially when when the black man was taken out of the household, uh, that forced the black woman to have to work more than one job in order to make ends meet. And because of that, if they had children their children were subjected to the street. Right. Because, you know, latchkey, you know, I was a latchkey kid, mm-hmm. you know. And, but luckily, you know, I had a, there was something in me that was, you know, I had a musical interest. So I, I didn't really, you know, get involved in street activities to that degree to where I got arrested and, you know, all of that. But, it goes back to parenting, mm-hmm. you know, but, but this whole conversation is like, like this could be a whole series of, of talks because uh, <laughs> you ain't never lying. We, need to, we need to have the audience chime in to have, to get their response young and old. And I, I would really be interested to hear what some of you young listeners, uh, opinions of, of what we're discussing here today because um, it's it's obvious that you are the future and mm-hmm. and you know 
Um, there, there used to be a time, like everyone agreed that, you know, if someone saw you doing something wrong in the street, you know, your neighbor or whomever, if they were older than you, you know, more senior than you, they would put you in your place and you would stop that. But That's right. Now, you know, the way that things are today, um, too many people mind their business. And yep. that's all right. That's all right to a degree. But if this is your community, all right, if you live in this community and you see people doing things that are counterproductive to the growth and the progression of your community, like, like for example, I lived in a project uh, in the Bronx called Lambert Houses. And as I became of age, like like 35, uh, before I actually like moved out of Lambert Houses, I wouldn't allow anyone to sell drugs in my building. Mm-hmm. All right, you can't sell drugs in my building. I'm not trying to stop you from eating. I'm not trying to stop you from feeding your family. But especially because of the harsh nature of the element that the kind of drugs that this particular individual was selling, which was heroin, you know, the kind of customers that that brings, you know, that was kind of, I'm like, man, listen, your mother lives on the same floor as I do. Mm-hmm. Imagine if, imagine if, you know, one of your fiends that you serve every day doesn't have money to cop from you, and he needs credit, but you deny him credit, and he sees your mother coming in the building, but he doesn't know he she's your mother, or he nor does he care. Right. And then he he robs your mother and hurts her, or Worse kills her. Like that's on your that that'll be on your conscience. So we have to act more responsibly and police ourselves and our communities because if we don't do that, I mean we're on the path of destruction. Um, but there are some glimmers of hope, and there are some very intelligent and progressive people in our communities, and. What we really need is unity. Absolutely. That's what we really need. Because Absolutely. there is no I in team. Yep. Yep. And and Rob, just to kinda of add on to what you were saying, man, it's it's nothing for us to turn it turn this into a series and involve our listeners and, you know, people can call in and stuff like that. So we can definitely make sure that we uh you know, go over that in the near future so we can be able to have this voice and allow, um, you know, these people, these young people to call in and just, you know, we can hit them with exactly what kind of game we're giving right now because there's so much traffic, so much love, a lot of action going on through social media. So it is a blessing to be able to have you guys on. And um, in closing, and before I let you guys go, um, and I'm going to start off with, with, with play, like, you know, Chris, you, you, you know, you, you blessed me during my uh, my five-year stretch last year with an interview and you know you've always been 
you know, a person that I watched as far as, you know, someone that I took inspiration from, um, somebody that I just kind of looked up to without even, you know, physically, like, you know, being your homie. You've always been the homie, like, you know what I'm saying, for for a lot of different reasons, you know, because I, 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 was, I was just like y'all, grew up in, you know, not so good environment, you know what I'm saying, had one parent in the house, you know, but, you know, what what helped me get through is a lot of good music and a lot of good movies and a lot of good memories that came with it. And I think a lot of people at the end of it all should really just take, you know, I, I kind of feel like this. A lot of people take the God-given talent you guys have for granted to a, to a degree, but there's a lot of us out here worldwide that do appreciate um, exactly what you do, how you do it, and what you stand for for that bigger picture. Because I see all you guys as legacy builders instead of, the the you know the here now gone tomorrow type of thing you know what I mean so play I definitely appreciate you for that I think we're still good I think play you still good right Oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I had it on mute because I didn't want to disturb anybody's flow. But what oh, I was I saying, you. man, is that, you know, all you guys is uh, inspiration to me, and I don't, uh, I'm not into telling people what they want to hear anymore. You know, Absolutely. so my thing is, man, is like, you know, this this is a dream come true from a shorty way back, and when I was telling my peeps what I was going to do today, forget it. But I come from a background, a lot of people. Some people know me, you know, with New York, my New York humbles. Um, my heroes weren't the heroes that the kids have today. My heroes was Nicky Bonds and Guy Fisher and some Alpos and, you know, Fat Cats and all of that. I mean, I risked my life just to be under the same roof and in the building. I know all the armory jams, all the stuff you guys played at. I was there. I remember the day that um, first time anybody really, really had a chance to see uh, uh, any members of the Furious Five since y'all's big success blowing up when Mel and Scorp came to a Brooklyn Armory thing. No one expected y'all to come. Y'all walked in, uh, stood, watched the act that was on the stage. <laughs> I'll never forget this. Then y'all guys got up on the stage. Everybody with bated breath, like, what are they going to say? They're going to bust around. They're going to do what? what's up? They're, you know, Mel, Scorp, or Mr. Death. And all Mel said was, this is what real MCs are supposed to look like, and dropped the mic and was out. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll never, like, forget that. That was, like, cool to me. But what I wanted to say was that out of everything we discussed, especially, you know, the thing that hones in the most, and I had posted it and got a lot of responses, positive responses, was what God turns into good, what man means for bad. And when um, Lil Wayne did what he did irresponsibly um, with the Emmett Till piece, the one great thing that did come out of that is he brought attention to history that a lot of generations or a lot of this generation didn't even know about. It forced cats to have to be like, who's, who's Emmett Till? And not only did they understand the disrespect that he did, but now it brought black history back into their lives to just see the history of what we've gone through. And if it took that kind of unorthodox teaching for it to happen, at least it happens, you know, what cats right. have to learn, you know? So that's what's amazing to me. But on that note, like I said, I just want to 
uh, had the honor, you know, when Kid and I first came out with our first album, we dedicated it to the memory. I don't know if you guys remember of Cowboy. I do remember, and, um, my brother. Yes, I do. Yeah, yeah, and all of that, man. So it's like this is an honor. I hope to, you know, get a chance to fellowship with you guys in person, you know, in the near or far future. But um, I just want on behalf of so many, so many New York around the world, trust me when I say thank you. Thank you, because I still teach my students that the, the best number one rap record ever made in history was the message. But my favorite is super rapping. But the greatest mm-hmm. rap record is the message, real talk. You know? All right. No doubt. And in closing, you guys, you know, Mel, Scorp, Creole, yeah, Rock. Yeah, I want to say, um, yeah, this is Scorp. I just want to say, you know, a lot of things that, oh, thank you for that play, man. That's respect, man. One love from the heart. You know what I mean? Uh I just want to say a lot of things we say that that's out of our control. But one thing that about, that's in our control is July 5th, we're going to be at Howard in D.C., you know, on the stage, Furious 5, and July 6th, we're going to be at B.B. King. You know what I mean? So that's one thing that's in our powers that we can control. So if anybody's going to be in the area, whatever, man, come check out. You know what I mean? The legends put it down, and you can see some of the stuff what Play was talking about. You Obviously, we're going to be doing all of the classics, you know what I mean, that ever came out. And if you're still interested in getting at us, you know what I mean, just email us at, you know, the Furious 5, that's D-A, you know, Furious number 5 at gmail.com. So I have to do the same as Slug, but hey. No, but no, no. Where, 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 where BBQ is y'all going to be at? BB King's the one in New York or the one is there one in D.C.? In New York, we're gonna be at one New okay. York on July sixth, and we're gonna be at Howard uh, on um, July fifth. All right, you might see me. I'm gonna be in New York around that time. I'm supporting devastating Tito with his Legends uh, thing he's doing on June twenty second. Okay. So I might hang around okay. to do that. But yeah, I want to support real oh, talk. No doubt. No doubt. It's it's beyond a blessing to be able to have the five of you guys here. And you know, like I said, you know about Chris, like. You know, Mel, Scorp, Creole, Ra, I mean, it's, it's it, you know, I, I feel the same sentiment that, that Play has, you know, from a from a perspective from this guy. Like, you know, it, I've, I've not just looked up to you guys on a music level. I mean, to me, it, it was always a good inspiration to be able to, you know, tell that somebody is not just spitting lyrics from the gut, you know, but also, you know, had that passion, that conviction, and, and that, you know, God-given talent to be able to, you know, be the voice of a lot of us. And there's a lot of people that feels the same way like I do, not just in the States, but worldwide, and, you know, not just for you guys, but also for play. Um, it, it's, it's beyond a blessing to be able to have the five of you guys on at the same time. And we do need to turn this into a series where we can be able to allow these young people to understand as much game as we possibly can. So we're going to have to work on something. And I was in, and I messaged oh. uh play this too and i told him like man we we are in our kids are in dire straits we need to make sure that we do everything we can for these young kids to be not just to be somebody but to feel good about themselves because you can you can be all you can (laughs) to a degree right but if you can't Mm -hmm. feel good yourself and you can't really just say hey you know what i'm a positive little kid trying to do it you know it's going to be hard for these for these guys and little girls to be able to you know, try to try to hold down legacy. So, you know, it's it's you know, I'm I'm glad we're teachers and we're gonna continue to be teachers to help these kids out and I'm glad you guys are, are here celebrating thirty five years and I and I and I couldn't be 
more prouder to be able to have this kind of dialogue with you guys. Thank you, my brother. Well, thank, thank you. you. Thank you. It. Thank you very much. You know, uh, and I'd just like to close. This is Raheem. Uh, I'd just like to, in closing, say that um, rap music is a very uh, influential platform for people who didn't necessarily know that they had a platform to exercise their voice to use. And every every country that has openly embraced rap music also has some semblance of their own, some brand of their own rap music. And that says that they too have a, a, a yearning desire to exercise their voices. And the people who control the the industry are afraid that people all over the world will unite because mm-hmm. music is a universal language. Yep. And music is supposed to feed the soul. And... On that note, make soul music. That's right. Amen. That's right. Fellas, it's been beyond a blessing. Let's do it. Welcome down. Let's do it. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, blessings to you guys, and I will definitely be in contact with you all. So thanks again for for everything. Clay, Mel, Creo, Raheem, Scorpio. Much love to you all. See you guys in New York or in Howard. All right. One love. All right, man.